You're looking for the most amazing podcast ever. Well, this isn't it. You're listening to the Average Fellas Podcast, guaranteed to let you down and leave you unsatisfied. Hey, welcome to the Average Fellas Podcast. I'm your host, Zoti Zach, coming to you live all the way from Riverside, California, on another beautiful Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my gosh, it's so good to be back on the web. Hey. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, hey, go check out our website, www.averagefellas.com. Right now, we are in the pre-launch phase of our coffee subscription club, so we're just waiting on the last-minute shipping supplies that we need. We need to get our mailer bags, so that way the coffee is safe. I got the padded bag, so it's not showing up in some, you know, little <laughs> yellow envelope <laughs> It's all busted up. I got the padded bags to keep the product safe for you guys, um, and so that's how I'm waiting on that. I'm just waiting on my product, uh, my on my on my shipping supplies to come in right now. And as soon as that happens, guys, we're ready to take orders. Everything is ready to go. Everything. The coffee's bagged. The website's solid. The bank account is set up. All right. I got the buttons on the website linked to the bank account. I got the bank account linked to all the things that I need to see on my computer where all the finances are going. Right. You know. So it's I got the system ready to go. Right. We are. We are golden. All systems are go. The only thing we need is our mailers right now, okay? As soon as we get those bad boys, I will let you know, and then we will start shipping you coffee ASAP. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, so check out our website, www.averagefells.com. If you ha- can't tell, I've already had like three cups of coffee, but that's okay. That's okay. That's just me. Hey guys, so interesting show today. Uh, I'm still trying to book more guests right now. In the middle, in the process of booking guests, I'll let you guys, give you guys a little bit of a, a, a heads up on who you guys have in store. So, uh, coming up on the podcast, so a uh, few weeks, couple days, uh, I will have Travis from Red Keep. That's a band from the 209 area. Travis from Red Keep. Uh, Travis is a good friend of mine. If you know Ryan, he's been on the podcast, Conspiracy Burrito Podcast, and uh, Ryan from It's uh, Lifetimes Landscaping. Uh, we were roommates. Ryan and I grew up, and Travis was one of Ryan's friends. And I met Travis through Ryan, and uh, man, such a good guy. He's just a g- he's just an all-around solid dude. Uh, I'm excited to, 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 you know, just to ask him questions, to pick his brain. He's a drummer. He's a musician first, content creator second probably. I don't know. You know the guy does everything. He's, he wears mini caps, and so I'm just excited to talk to him, uh, get his perspective on content creation, get his perspective on music drumming, get his perspective on Red Keep. I want to know what they're doing. They're, they're, they're knocking it out of the park, guys. If you haven't gone to Red Keep's YouTube channel, check it out. They're producing some content there that is second to none. Red Keep on YouTube, all right? Check them out, guys. Um, and they're coming up. They're going to be on the show. They're, Travis is going to be on the podcast. He's a drummer from Red Keep. He's going to be on the podcast. I'm excited to have him, guys. Um, not only that, we have a traveling nurse. We have a traveling nurse um, that I have uh, in the in, in the books, uh, Antoinette, and she is a traveling nurse. She was, uh, uh, she was an RN before, and then after that, she was like, okay, I'm going to, uh, I want a, a little bit of a career change here. Not necessarily a big career change, but, you know, why not travel? Why not travel, right? Especially during this time, during the COVID situation, um, there is a high demand for uh, for people in, in, in any sort of medical, um, um, uh, um, you know, job, any sort of medical field right now. It's it's like, it's their, it's their moment. It's their time to shine, you know what I'm saying? So I'm uh, really excited to see her get her perspective on everything that's happening right now. Not only that, she's also survived COVID-19. She got COVID-19. She had to quarantine. She had to go through it all uh, and she survived. So I'm excited to get 
uh, her perspective and to hear and to learn from her. I, I'm really, uh, she's just a great person overall, a great personality. So I, I know you guys will love hearing her on the podcast. Uh, she's just a great, just a great person. So uh, super cool to have Antoinette on the podcast. Not only do we have a drummer and a nurse, we also have the hobby baking dad, <laughs> my dad. Um, my dad's going to be on the podcast. My dad agreed to come on the podcast and share his hobby of baking with me on the podcast. So remember, guys, this podcast will we'll share anybody's story. If you're an average fellow out there, you're doing something interesting, something something interesting, we want to share your story. You know, my dad's, uh, uh, he, he's retired now. He picked up the hobby of baking, you know. He's picked up the hobby. My dad's 63. You know, he's <laughs> he's picked up the hobby of baking and and he he he's he's learning how to bake. And I'm not just saying like any kind of baking. Like I'll I'll put I'll post some stuff on Instagram eventually. Um but like he even makes bread with coffee and it's really good. He makes artisan um like artisan um, um rolls that he makes. Uh he also makes like big um like sourdough you know, round loaves. Oh man, he does it all. He's even, uh, his jalapeno cheese bread, killing it, killing the game with that stuff. So I'm excited to get my dad on the podcast. He's going to share his, his hobby with us. He's going to tell us why he started baking and what he loves about it. Um, I mean, he's got a lot to say. He he does what I do. (laughs) He spends a ton of time just researching recipes on YouTube and on Google and wherever he can find it. I got to get him interested on Pinterest. I'm not sure if he knows about Pinterest yet, but Pinterest is where it's really at. If you really want the you know, if you want to know, you want the in on all the links, go to Pinterest, go to Reddit. Reddit and Pinterest will get you the links. They'll g- you can find better links at Reddit and on Reddit and Pinterest than you can find on Facebook. Okay. Um, I'm just going to tell, I'm just going to put that out there. Um, but um, for more informational stuff, if you're trying to learn something, use Reddit, use Pinterest. Those are better tools uh, than Facebook and Instagram. Uh, anyway, so let me, I'll get into, I'll get into the whole entire uh, building online business sort of thing eventually in the podcast. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, those are the, those are the, those are the guests that are, that are going to be start that are going to be on the show guys. So I just want to give you guys a heads up about that. Okay. And, um, we will all, I also want to talk to you about the coffee subscription guys. So we're, like I said, we're days away from launch days away from launch. We're just waiting on the last minute coffee ships, <laughs> coffee shipping supplies. Uh, so that way we can, we can get, we can get all that supplies to you guys. So if you haven't already check out our coffee sub club on our website, www.avitrails.com. You can check it out there. There is a 12 ounce bag of uh, craft roasted coffee. Okay. It's a 12 ounce bag of craft roasted coffee, specialty craft roasted coffee, excuse me. And it's whole bean, single origin from Colombia. It's naturally washed and roasted in California. Okay. There's nothing added to this bean. There's no additives to this bean. Okay. Literally, it's just, you know, it's it's harvested. It's it, it's processed through the wash process, you know. And literally, it could be just getting the dust off the bean, you know. Uh, it's, uh, it's, they remove the husk off the seeds on the inside. So the coffee bean itself is actually the seed of the fruit on the inside. Okay. And that when they talk about washing, it's removing that outside husk, removing that. And then you have to dry it. Okay. Cause the outside husk, there's a lot of like slime and stuff around the seed itself once you remove it. So either through a drying process or through a washing with water, uh, you remove a lot of that and then you lay it out to dry. Okay. The sun dries it and then all that, all that slimy stuff that fruit has on it, all the mucusy stuff from the fruit, the sugars, right? That all dries up, okay? And so there's nothing added to this coffee. It's just as it is. It's just as it is. It's just the seed from the fruit. And we, we dry it, 
we roast it and we put it in a bag and we ship it to you and you grind it and you get to enjoy it. You get to brew it and enjoy it. And it's just, it's one of, it's a nectar of the gods, man. You know, some history uh, about coffee. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, what can I tell you about about coffee? Some history about coffee. Um, well, coffee has probably uh, it's it's definitely one of the oldest um, commodities traded in the world. Coffee has definitely been one of those um, one of those things that people have fought over. You know what I'm saying? They people definitely fought over over coffee um especially i mean before before the superiority of uh petroleum coffee uh was exported pretty much from all parts of the world and was probably one of the biggest exports and actually to this day i believe that one of the largest trading commodities in the world is coffee still to this day so little coffee history for you guys if you don't if you're not into coffee or if you, you know, you don't really follow coffee that much. So just kind of like, I don't know, just Google it real quick, you know, <laughs> just Google stuff about coffee, the interesting facts that you'll find, man. Um, and the places that'll lead you. Um, I, I think last time on the podcast I talked about when I went to Korea, I got to try a lot of coffee. Coffee, it finds its, pl- it finds its way. It finds a way. It's, it's like, it, life finds a way. <laughs> coffee finds its way into your life, you know. Uh, it could be an Instagram account. It could be it could be the coffee shop. It could be tasting it in your house. I don't know, man. I just love all aspects of it, you know, and the simplicity of it. Okay, the simplicity that one day. Um, so, okay, here's. I'll give you guys a real quick uh, the uh, legendary folk history of coffee. So there was these, um, there was these monks, and basically what happened was they seen these goats playing, and um, one of the goats ate the bean from the tree, you know, started eating the coffee beans. And he, they noticed that the goat uh, step seemed to be just a little bit more bright. You know, it just see this goat, I guess, seemed to be uh, acting and, and moving in a, a certain way that, you know, was like obviously noti- notably, noticeably different than the other goats. Um, and it was then that these monks thought well if it's good for the goat then it's good for us and so then that's how they discovered that coffee beans have this sort of stimulant inside of it and they discovered that it has caffeine in it right they didn't discover caffeine but they they understood that if by consuming these beans it would give us more you know awareness uh, more alertness more focus um, more stimulant to the brain uh, that you know that's what they that's what they noticed so a little bit of more coffee, <laughs> coffee folk tales for you guys, uh, and, so, and and literally that's how some of the first humans discovered coffee, right? I mean, uh, some of the first humans, but that's you know that's just how people, that's how it goes. You know, somebody sees that an animal tries it, I'm gonna try it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so I what I what I really want to, um, I guess, achieve with the coffee subscription is a you know, my goal is to at least, I have a goal of reaching a thousand subscriptions. You know, I want to reach a thousand subscriptions. If I reach 1000 subscriptions, I believe I will be successful. If I reach a thousand subscriptions, that is success for me. You know, I don't know what this will turn into, but this is the launch, man. And I got to believe in myself, right? So a thousand subscriptions is the goal. That's what we're going to try to get to, right? And that means every month we are rolling out a thousand of our Average Fells podcast coffee subscriptions. 
that's a pretty big number. That's a pretty big number. But I think, you know, hey, nothing's impossible, and we're getting this thing rolling, you know? So uh, I'm going to tell you how, uh, how you guys, how I plan to achieve this 1,000 subscriptions, okay? Okay, so right now, as it currently sits, okay, I am on 12 different podcast directories all across the globe, okay? 12 different podcast directories from the most, you know, like ridiculous, deepest, darkest parts of the internet you can find my podcast, okay? On the most ridiculous parts of the internet you can find this podcast because I have I have literally laid the foundations and have laid roots into the interweb so deep that you can find this bad boy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I'm going to tell you guys how, what, what the, what the, um, how this strategy, what my strategy is. Okay. So I have now, like I said, I'm on 12 different podcast directories. I have one, two, three, I have four different Instagram accounts. Okay. I have two Facebook accounts. It's a page and my private Facebook. Uh, I have a Pinterest uh, and I have a uh, Twitter and um, and that's that's pretty those are the social media platforms that, and I, we have a YouTube okay and we have a YouTube channel and I have a website okay so now these are all the web channels that I'm currently on okay that I produce content specifically for the podcast and for the services that we offer on the podcast um, so if you need like a simple jingle or if you need uh, someone to help you with your DIY website I'm your guy. I can help you with that. Um, so I, I have created a network of social media channels, plus my own website, plus my YouTube channel, right? Plus my directories on my podcasts. The next thing would be is to find a blog. I need to get a blog going. Maybe a coffee blog. Maybe I'll invest in a coffee blog. I'm not sure. And um, the reason why I put all these channel, why I've created all these things is because if I can get my name and my fingers and my, I guess my content, my fingers, my name and my content, um, so uh, I guess I want to say just on the web, as locked down on the web as possible, uh, then it would help me as a, as a website and as a, as a person that has a product advertise even more, okay? So my goal with this entire strategy is to have one main hub, which is my website, and out of my website, everything begins to flow so from the website to the YouTube to the Facebook to the Twitter to the Instagrams um, and then to the pod and to the podcast ultimately to the podcast directories too so all those all those internet channels are all going to be pushing forward the coffee subscription okay so I'm not just pitching on Instagram I'm not just pitching on Facebook okay uh, I have tutorials that I've crafted specifically for YouTube okay so when people look up how to iced coffee, I would come up in a search result. Okay, my coffee, my video should come up in a search result. Not all the time, not everybody's search results are the same. Okay, so depending on how you've spent time Googling and YouTubing things, uh, your computer, the interwebs <laughs> will learn how you've done that. Google already sees it all, so <laughs> it's too late if you, <laughs> if it's too late for you. <laughs> They've already seen it. If you're, if you're, if you, if you are scared of people tracking your data, I'm sorry, it's too late. It's already happened. Okay. It's already happened. It's already, you're, <laughs> you're already, <laughs> you're already in the system. Um, so, um, so we, so, so algorithms and feeds are, are built based upon your viewing activity, right? And so my goal has been, what I've done now is I've, 
I've released a ton of content. I've included certain descriptions and words in this content. So that way I can be found on all these platforms, right? And in this content, in the content itself, I am pitching the coffee. In the content itself, I am pitching the podcast. Hey guys, go check out our website, www.averagefellows.com, where you can get your coffee, right? I mean, the fact that people are listening to the podcast right now shows that the strategy is at work, right? So <laughs> I'm even, even, this is so meta, I'm doing it even now. <laughs> okay, so for those of you guys who are Twitch, Twitch streamers, YouTubers, um, Facebookers, <laughs> whatever, influencers, whatever you want to call yourself, whatever it is that you're doing. If you're a small business, this also works for you. This is why as a small business, if you do not have your business on Google business, you are missing out on a lot of, uh, of traffic. Okay. You can get more eyes on your products if you have a Google business account. Okay. So sign up for a Google, get, get a simple throwaway email and build out your Google, your, get your, get your business listed on Google. If you are a small business, if you have a product, you know, um, so that's what I've done. I've had over a thousand people look at my stuff already. You know, I think on my, um, if I look at my analytics, I can see that upwards of 60 people have followed my followed, have, have gone to my website through my Google account. Okay. That's 60 people that didn't look at my website. Right. So even on uh, the podcast, the 12 different directories, you know, if I say something that might be so inspiring and so moving that somebody in f from listening to the podcast would take action and go into the description and click on the link to follow to my website, you know, I've achieved what I've set out to do. Same thing on Instagram, same thing on Facebook. On Facebook, if you see all my, all my, all my, um, all the stuff that I forward. So from my one page, I have the Average Fells podcast uh, page. And on that page, I forward a lot of the content to my own private page, okay? So I usually develop a lot of content for the Instagram and for YouTube. And then from there, it'll go over to Facebook because it's the Instagrams are linked to the Facebook. I try to maximize my efforts, try to get as much done without doing all that I have to do, right? So anyway, I can automate something, I will. Um, so like I said, making the content for the YouTube that then goes to Instagram, then goes to uh, Facebook, right? Um, from Facebook, I forward that through Facebook. And from Facebook, people that are uh, following the page that like what they see, they forward they forward the, the, the content as well. So uh, they like and share it. And, and, and it helps you go further into the interwebs, right? So um, not only am I, am I crafting this content, have I devised a strategy to show my product to more people? Okay. Now I've also incorporated ads. Okay. What I, and Google ads, Facebook and Instagram ads are even stronger. Okay. Now the reason why I know they're stronger is because we in those, on those platforms, on Google ad platforms, on Facebook ad platforms, you can select the audience of your choice. You can find the audience. Okay, you can set the parameters to build out your audience and then you can send the content directly to them. These people are already people that Google has already determined loves to look at coffee. Okay, so based upon your feeds, based upon what you've looked at already, based upon all the Instagram stuff. Okay, let me let you go. <laughs> I'm going to get, um, this is going to get really scary for you guys if you, if you're following on Instagram. Okay. If you ever make an Instagram account and you make a dummy account, a dummy account is means it's not real, 
there's nothing behind it. It's just a, an account for you to either farm likes, subscribes, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. People do this all the time. I have a, I, I don't have any dummy accounts. I'm behind all my accounts. So no, nobody ever, no, I'm, there's nothing fake going on my accounts. I'm posting real content on all of them and I'm following all my accounts and I'm trying different things on all my accounts. So different accounts, I have different strategies for, um, because I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to learn what's going on. But, um, so anyways, like I said, if you make a dummy account, by making a dummy account means that you haven't liked, you haven't looked at anything, okay? The moment you look at the search, the moment you click search on your Instagram, Instagram will then give you it, some of its best images. Some of its best images that you will ever see on the internet will then begin to populate your feed. And they're random. There is a huge assortment. And, and, and what I mean, what I mean by those images, those are the best images that Instagram's algorithm could put before your eyes in an instant, okay? So all the algorithm did is it, it looked at your history. I mean, and at this point, it hasn't looked at your history, right? Because it's a fresh account. It hasn't looked at your history. So what it does is it launches with the best images first, with the best quality images first. So right away, when you join the platform, you're like, wow, look at all these pretty pictures, right? Secondly, after that, as soon as you start swiping and scrolling through that feed, the moment you stop and something catches your attention, okay, there is, you know, the feed is in a block, is in a block, it's designed in squares for a reason, right? Because now, every time you scroll up, you are now putting, you know, 7, 10, 12, 14 different little squares of pictures onto your screen, right? And if we can look at those 14 squares on your screen, we can determine that you looked closer to this one. You look, so uh, let, me, let me just put 10 more in front of you. And you look at all 10 and then you get to pick the one that you like. Let me put 10 more in front of you. You get to look at all 10, you pick one more you like. And by continually showing you these pictures and you continually liking, putting a heart on one thing, the more those types of images, those types of hashtags will begin to populate your feed. Okay, so the moment you like, subscribe, stop, the moment the feed stops, the moment the picture stops you in your tracks and you just gaze upon the picture in your feed, they got you. They got you. They know what you like. They, they've already tracked you. Every time I scroll past a picture of uh, a video of somebody pouring a hot cup of coffee, I stop and I watch it because I naturally like that. As a human, I like that. So now, now what we have is people trying to fight the feed right? They're trying to clean their feeds up. How do you clean up your feed? You stop looking at certain things and you start liking other things. Okay. So this is one thing that you'll see. Um, uh, I'm going to put a bunch of dudes on blast right now, guys. I know that we can go to the search, right? We can click on it. And what's going to happen is there's going to be women in bathing suits, women in bras and underwear. That's what's going to happen. Now it's up to you to do to go the other half of the way right and not stop scrolling okay you have to continue to scroll past that thing okay i know i know there's temptation on instagram it's there okay it's everywhere it's on facebook it's on twitter it's everywhere it's on youtube you can find temptation everywhere you know the lust of the eyes is probably the easiest thing for all men to fall prey to okay i'm a i'm a bible believing man i i'm not trying to put that on you i'm not trying to force you you know there's nothing wrong with women's bodies 
women, you have every right to be as beautiful as you want to be and how, however you want to feel. You have every right to. I'm not trying to shame anybody's body, so let's just get that out of the way real quick. I'm talking about dudes. I'm talking about how feeds, how algorithms learn what we like, okay? And so when, when you begin to stop, when you know what's going to stop people's eyes, what's going to capture people's attention on the feed, what is it that stops them? It could be a movement. It could be a movement. It could be a sudden, uh, a, a very, um, I don't know. It could be a, it could be a, an unnatural looking movement, you know, that catches your attention because it doesn't look quite right. Um, and, and you might even see it. Like if you look at ads for certain, you might see this on people's Instagrams, like, um, Usually what happens is it'll be like, maybe it might be somebody holding up words, right? And you could read the words and then the words say something like, oh my God, I cheated on my wife and she doesn't know yet, but she's about to find out. I don't know if you've ever seen those on YouTube. I've seen those on YouTube. People do that. And the reason why they do that is because the words that they're showing you are so shocking. They're, they capture your imagination and your attention instantly. Okay. So they stopped you on the feed, just like women in bathing suits, women in underwear, can stop you stop your feed gentlemen okay i know they i know it's out there i know it's there so you just gotta scroll past it and the faster you can scroll past it the least the 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 lesser that stuff will show on your feed okay i'm just giving you some some little inside tips there okay so and it's out there it's out there you can look up a hashtag for i enjoy coffee coffee and coffee and pjs and you will get the most absurd things and the most crazy things will come up and you're like okay i don't want to be looking at this but I'm just going to scroll past it. You know, you have to do that. You have to do that to yourself because if not, Instagram is going to feed you things that your eyes like to look at. And sometimes those things might not be good for you. You know, they might not be good for you. Um, me, I'm a married man. You know, I'm just trying, I, I don't need anything. I don't need anything in the way to ruin what I got going on because, I, you know, it's just, that's just how it is. You know, that's just how it is for me. So, uh, you know, learning these tricks and learning these things, learning this information is now beginning to, um, I don't know, raise some awareness in my own, in my own life, you know? So I'm a little bit more hesitant now about like, geez, how much time, I mean, not that I do spend a lot of time on the Instagram and Facebook and all the social media platforms. I spend a lot of time on there because I'm, I'm in the process of launching this business and promoting the show. Right. And generally speaking, there are more users on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter than any other thing. Okay. Than any other thing. And, and on YouTube and on Google. And so that's why I'm there. That's why I'm there. In the podcast directories, let me, this is something I've learned from podcast directories. Some people only list their podcasts on three directories, Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher or something like that. That's it, right? And they're like, oh, we're a Spotify exclusive because they want to be like Joe Rogan. It took years for Joe Rogan to get the Spotify exclusive deal. So when you're jumping out of the gate, <clears throat> thinking that you're going to fool people's <laughs> and make them go to your to this platform to listen to you, you got you got the wrong idea. Okay, so uh, what you have to do is make it easier for people to listen to you. Make it easier for people to find you. Okay, so that's literally what I've been doing. <clears throat> I've been trying to make it easier for people to find me with hashtags, with links, backlinking, um, I'm producing content, uh, trying to rank up in directories, Google directories. You know, um, in SEO, search engine optimization. I'm trying to rank rank up in these places so that way I can be easier to find so that way people can find me that I can be recommended okay and so what, what I'm saying now is like now the threat today I think for average humans now is 
Um, it's not so, I mean, it's too late for tracking. I think everybody, everybody, it's too late. They got enough data. They, there's enough data there. Instagram itself, Facebook itself, man, so much data in that. Oh gosh, forget about it. I mean, you could literally, you could, if you haven't watched The Social Dilemma, I recommend to go watch it. Um, your head might be spinning after you watch it. It's a really good, really good documentary. Um, but the power of social media is, is, is really, it's crazy. It's crazy what's happening. Um, so uh, even more thoughts too. I, I, I ran this by my brother-in-law because I've been having some thoughts about blockchain and cryptocurrency and stuff. Um, my brother-in-law is a smart, smart guy. So I'd said he's like into the nerd stuff with me, like, like me. He's got his finger on the pulse with, you know, uh, technology and, 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 you know, the what's, you know, cutting edge technology, especially in computer science and stuff. It's just a hobby that he's, you know, always sort of had in his back pocket. So He's the guy, you know, I like to ask questions to him. And so sort of had the same feelings about cryptocurrency. Um, he, well, some people don't think it's actually going to really reach a pinnacle, maybe like the U.S. dollar. Other people think it can threaten the U.S. dollar. And so I think that right now, like, we may not see, we may not see it reach the, in the, uh, the, the top, like the U.S. dollar or the yen. Uh, we might not see that, but we i think we what my brother-in-law said is that we might see amazon start giving you amazon coins and that you can work for amazon and get paid in amazon coins as long as you use those at the amazon store and amazon carries everything right so the more the more times people list i know it's easy to put your products in amazon because there's users there's users there that's why everybody puts their stuff on amazon because users buy stuff on amazon and so i want to encourage you not to buy from <laughs> amazon buy directly from me okay you can buy your coffee directly from me that's what I, i'm doing you know i've I, i've met my supplier uh, a, a local roaster here in southern california a small business right that i've partnered with i front the cash to purchase these beans myself out of pocket you know i go i purchase the order Okay, he roasts them to order for me. I package them for you. We ship them directly to your door. Okay, it's exactly how this works. And and really, what you, all you are doing is really paying a processing fee for me to get you the beans. Okay, that's kind of like how this is working. But uh, the the thing is that I've partnered with small businesses, average fellas. Like your your dollars go directly to us. You know, your dollars help the show stay on the air. Your dollars help that small batch roaster that coffee roaster make a living you know because i purchased directly from him the raw product you know only thing i'm doing is doing the marketing side of it which is what i want to do which is what i'm learning to do i'm 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 learning the marketing on the on the online side of it because i want to uh you know pursue a career in this this sort of way okay oh my goodness so there's a lot to talk about here guys there's a lot going on with feeds and instagram and stuff oh man i've gone deep i went from coffee i went to instagram all these online businesses and that's where we're at right now we're at the online business we're at the launch of our of our online of our coffee subscription i know it's small it's very small but you know don't despise the day of small beginnings you never know a thousand subs is not is not impossible a thousand subs is not impossible that means i need one person on every <laughs> on every instagram account to buy a subscription okay because i have about a thousand people on on the instagram account so it's about uh, 500 on my personal account it's about 320 on the average fellas then i have two more accounts about 40 on the 
uh, on the coffee Instagram account, right? Uh, my brother also has his Instagram and he partners with me and he also um, shouts me out. So I've tried to make a community effort to also move the stuff further um, through through the uh, through the interwebs. And on Facebook, you know, I have about 500 people that I'm currently uh, friends with and then I have about 130 people on the page as well. And some of those users that are that are in those audiences are crossed audiences. They might be on my Facebook and on my Instagram. That's okay. I got to continue to grow those accounts, okay? I got to continue to reach out and continue to network and continue to grow those audiences. And how do I do that? It's by continue to produce content that they love, okay? So I'm learning an audience right now. I'm trying to learn who my audience is. I am slowly... Um, picking up on techniques that my audience likes, okay? How much videos, my, my audience likes videos on, on Facebook, but they like really nice pictures on Instagram, right? Uh, the audience likes more instructional videos on YouTube. They don't really like my podcast on YouTube. <laughs> the audience loves my podcast on podcast platforms because that's where you go to listen to podcasts. Um, so yeah, just learning learning a lot of things and where to put the right stuff and how to communicate with people on the other side of the web, really. Um, I think communicating with people is something that is, uh, it's marketing uh, is communicating. M all marketing is doing is communicating something to a buyer. Okay, and so my goal is not, n not only do you want to increase your chances by showing your product to more people, that's why you want to be on the bigger platforms like Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I mean, look at Donald Trump. Donald Trump got his Twitter shut down because he was able to mobilize people through text messages. He was able to communicate to a mass amount of people. Okay? So what we are doing here at the Average House Podcast is we are, we are now creating content. We are growing an audience. We are amassing people. Okay, so that way, eventually down the road, I don't know, six months from now, a month from now, who knows, who knows how many people who I might only have 20 more followers six months from now, who knows, I don't know. Uh, but the, the idea is to learn how to produce the right kind of content to draw more people to the audience to get them to follow, like, subscribe, right? Because if they do that, if I can get you to like, subscribe, then I can continually stay on your feed, right? And if you continue to like my stuff, I'll show up more on your feed. And, um, and the, the more content that I, more compelling content that I create that is liked, shared, subscribed, the more likely I'll be recommended. Okay, so there's a lot going into this. So much going into this. And, uh, and, and now, I haven't even got into the design elements of the content. You know, I've, I've got into like how, I guess, just like the bare root sort of structure of everything is the skeleton of what's happening, the bootstrapping that I've done for this online business, uh, really just preparing it for the launch. Um, but I haven't even gone into the content itself. So the content that you create and how you design the content, what you say in the content matters okay and so i'm working on this right now currently this has been my thing as i'm learning to create content that works okay it might not it you know your quality of your video the quality of your audio matters greatly it does it matters greatly but there are also other things like words on a video like putting text on a video does something to humans. They interface differently with it. They read it instead of hear it, okay? And, and, and I told you why, how that works on Facebook. You've seen the videos of somebody holding up all the, all the poster boards that have these crazy things written on them, like, oh my God, I cheated on my husband while he was in Iraq or something crazy like that, right? They'll, they'll have these sorts of things 
because it's just text. You can't hear it. And usually on your feed, when you scroll through something, you usually can't hear it until you click on it. Once you click on it, you could hear it. And so that's why these people have devised this sort of content. So that way they can stop you from scrolling. You read, you stop from scrolling because they gave you some kind of crazy clickbait sort of thing and you end up going down the rabbit hole and it's worthless content. It doesn't go nowhere because they just clickbaited you to get a like or to get a, to get a, a view. So there's a difference. There's a difference on how you create content. I want to create content that works and content that matters. You know, everything that I put out there is for a reason. It's to demonstrate how to. It's to share some words with you. I mean, I'm telling you everything that I'm doing. I'm just trying to be upfront about the business and how I'm launching this product out there, how I'm putting it out there, and how I'm making my way through the internet, you know. Um, some people, I think, have different plans, different strategies. I'm, of course, they all do. Uh, but uh, I think for, for the main part of it right now, I think this is us- this sort of a version of what I'm doing is what most content producers are trying to do or trying to achieve. Uh, by content producers, that's different from a, from a different, that's different. And that, what I mean by that is literally somebody who makes a video who wants it to get seen, right? And... And that video not only uh, is to be seen, but it serves a purpose for much more than just to be seen. Okay, that's what I mean by content producers. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't influencers, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what you want to call them. Who, who knows? Um, but we're, we're sort of all doing those similar. Like, so if you see the bigger YouTube channels, um, man, they have a formula. They have a formula that they stick to. Okay. Their, their video, their audio is on point. It's dialed in. Um, they have cues as far as like how, like when to start, when to stop. Their intros and outros about like what they say, their call to actions are all queued up. Everything is written, everything is scripted for you, okay? Maybe there might be like some, there might be a, a topic that they have to talk about, but it's generally scripted. They usually have um, some, some bullet points that they have to execute in order to create the perfect content, okay? And that's that's what's happening. They've developed a strategy to produce the right content for their audience to keep their audience coming back, okay? So that's all we're trying to do. As a content producer, we're learning what our audience likes. We're trying to match the, we're trying to meet our audience halfway. So if my audience views and likes or subscribes, they've already come halfway. I have to meet them the other way and that's provide content that really works, content that provides them with an answer, provides them with some entertainment, um, or can um, lead them to the next clue, if that makes any sense, right? So if you post videos that just don't do anything, it's not going to help. You're not going to, it's not going to help drive traffic. It's not going to help retain audience. So you have to show people things. You have to demonstrate and you have to actually design content that works, right? Because if it doesn't work, then it didn't work. That's just as, it's as easy as that, man. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So that's like the difference between A-B testing. This is another thing that you'll learn. In, this is a whole entire thing now that everybody's learning these skills, how to A-B test. And I see it all the time on Facebook and Instagram, especially in the podcast community, all the podcast startups, they A-B test their, their, little, their little logos. I don't think you need to A-B test the logo. Uh, I, I don't think it's worth testing. It's just too much. It's too early. It's too early to test a logo. You don't have an audience. There's no reason for you to test the logo yet. You know, uh, build your audience. 
really get into the get into what you are learn about who you are as a creator and what kind of content you're producing if you're a video game person like just take a moment take a month to look at the games that you like to play look at I mean just try to identify key points you know key things that you love um, and then write those down and then do, then devise something out of that the average Fells podcast logo literally I designed that based upon the things that I love that was my dog Okay, it's my dog Russell Rue. So I put his face in the background. I love the color yellow. That's why I've got yellow in this, right? And uh, Average Fellows, the name just came because I, I felt that way. I felt like, you know, I'm nobody special. I'm nobody special. I'm just an average fellow. And I'm out here doing this. I want to put something out into the world. And this is it. You know, I want my voice to go out into the world. And, you know, podcasting gives me that opportunity. And that's why I started the podcasting because I want to, you know, I wanted to have like some sort of radio voice actor sort of <laughs> famous person. Um, and podcasting gives me the opportunity to, to achieve that. But I also get to do it with other people along for the ride. I get to incorporate small businesses, nonprofits. So I'm feeding a little bit of my spirit by being able to be on a podcast, produce my own show, sort of have this little bit of like, you know, Instagram and Facebook fame. It's kind of fun. You know, I love just producing content and I don't know. I, I, I always was involved in arts and, and performing arts because I, I just love the limelight. So that's why we started the podcast, right? But on the other hand now, what happens is I just can't I just can't do it for myself. And if I do it for myself, I need to bring people along with me. And how I incorporate how I achieve that is by incorporating the nonprofits, the small businesses, the independent artists, the average fellows, you know, by incorporating them. So that's how I designed the logo for my podcast, right? So A B testing. People have asked me, how come you don't design a logo? How come you don't design more graphics for your logo? It's just not time yet. It's not time yet. I don't have a big enough audience that's gonna tell me, Oh my god, I don't like your logo. You know, um, let me if I get a thousand people on one platform, that's when I'll A/B test and I'll have valuable data because the the pools of people are just not big enough. You know, the more people that you add to your data set, the stronger the stronger the results will be. That's one thing that my wife has taught me because she's a scientist and I'm not. <laughs> so we need to add more people to our data sets, and how do we do that? We get more followers, we get more likes, we get more subscribers, and um, once we do that then we can start A-B testing. Now, A-B testing, what this does is what we do is we're gonna take the logo that you previously had and then we, we design a new logo based upon maybe some new input, some some uh, some insight that was given to us and we craft a new logo, right? Maybe not drastically different, but slightly different with some modified you know, things. And then we, we reveal it to a thousand people and we let those thousand people tell us what they like and what they don't like about it. We tell them, here's A and here's B. Okay, the problem with A and B is it's incremental, uh, it's incremental uh, um, advances towards the right thing, which is okay, that's good. It takes a lot of time. So say you A-B test your logo one week, wait a week, design another one, A-B test another one. Uh, you, at that point, though, you, you don't want to be doing that more than two or three times. You don't want to do that more than th two or three times because now you're just adding way too many variants. Does that make sense? Too many variants now, then your data starts to spread even more. So... You just got to be it's just learning when and where to do it, okay? You want the best results. Uh, just wait, you know, wait, think about it. Think about it and wait. Um, it's just nothing needs to be changed immediately, if that makes any sense, okay? I like changing stuff on my website a lot. I change a lot of stuff. I post a lot of things because I'm just a, I'm a weirdo that 
I, I'm one of those people who loves to take like 30 pictures of the same thing and I find like 10 of them and then I just, I go through and I post one on this account and then I'll find another one maybe three hours later that I like and I'm like, you know what? I like that picture that I took. I want to post it on this account. Um, that's okay because it's separated. It's not like I'm not constantly like just bombarding people's, you know, with it. But um, when you, when you start to test your like, you know, design elements, uh, the A-B test, you don't need to put so many people's, you don't need to put a hundred people's voices in the design of what you are creating for yourself. Does that make sense? I hope that, I hope that makes sense. Once you allow people to tell you who, what they like and who you should be, then you've given away that power. Okay. Now you've become a slave to that. So there is a, there's a spot that years a, a halfway point that you as a brand have to say, this is who we are. This is what we do. This is what I do as a brand. And then on the other half, the other side of it is like, I'll meet you halfway with my product, but not my logo. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense to you. I'm just saying, don't, <clears throat> if you, if you're starting, if you're starting a, a, a business or you have a product or you have an Instagram account, you have a Facebook or whatever it is, don't let a hundred people, don't put too many cooks in the kitchen. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's my only theory about it. Right. So I'm still fleshing out this online business right now. Uh, we got the coffee ready to go, guys. We got, uh, we're just waiting on our, our shipping supplies right now. Shipping supplies comes in. Uh, we'll be ready for launch, and I will let you guys know when that's going to happen. This episode is so crazy. I've gone all over the place with it, but that's just who I am. That's what I do. Uh, I just want to talk. I just want to share everything I have with you all. Um, so, uh, once again, uh, this is the Average Fells Podcast, guys. You can go to www.averagefells.com, and you can get your specialty craft roasted coffee. Single origin is from Colombia. It's naturally washed, roasted in California, and there's the 14-ounce bag, uh, one-time or 12-ounce bag for $14.99, one-time purchase. Or there's a monthly sub club for $7.99. You get four ounces of whole bean specialty craft roasted coffee sent directly to your door. And yeah, that's all that, guys. Um, anyways, hey, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I talked a lot about everything. I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, I just want to share all that stuff, you know, where I'm at, what I've been exploring, what I've been working on and what I'm trying to learn and how I'm trying to incorporate my business and, uh, and business aspects and give you guys the, you know, those people out there who want to know how this is working, um, where I'm at in my process. If you have better information for me, please send it my way. If you have better resources for me, please send it my way. I'm still learning. I need more resources. So uh, anyways, yeah, so thank you guys so much for liking, rating, reviewing, subscribing. Please leave us a rating. Uh, I would really love it on Apple if you would leave us a rating. Leave us a review on Apple too, man. I'll shout you out. Um, matter of fact, how about next week? How about next week? I'll read out some of those comments next week. That's what I'll do. I'll read some of the reviews next week. That's what I'll do. Um, anyways, yeah, give us a review, guys. I really appreciate it. Once again, this is the Average Files Podcast, and we're signing off. Peace and love.